Minasan konnichiwa. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Anime Tea, the anime podcast that rants and raves over the best, worst, and everything in between in anime and animation. Hosted by your otaku friend, Phoenix. So grab your tea and let's get into the show. Hey guys, before we get started, I just wanted to say thank you all for listening. Uh, I really appreciate y'all. And if you feel like you're enjoying this podcast so far, please don't forget to rate it wherever you're listening. Uh, that would really help me out a lot. You know, drop a five stars if you feel like I'm like that. You know, if it, not maybe a four star you know whatever whatever will help really (laughs) um and just say what you like about the podcast what I could do better on um always let me know and don't forget to share the podcast on social media and with your anime loving friends okay let's get started So it's spooky season, anime friends, so bring on the scary anime recommendations. Except, hold up, if you're a scaredy cat like me, who can't actually do real scary things because you can't walk five feet in the dark to the bathroom at two in the morning because you're scared, (laughs) then I have good news. I'm going to talk about spooky anime light edition so it could cater to people like us who are afraid of everything. Um, but basically the recommendations I'm going to drop are based, they have their thriller based, they're gore based, and some, uh, some are even comedic and funny. So grab your pumpkin spice lattes and it's time for the anime tea, spooky edition. So the first category I want to talk about is gore. So we all know gory, like violent, crazy things, which for some reason don't scare me. So if you're not into gore. Sorry, there's going to be other sections for you. But the gory things, they don't scare me. They, I enjoy them. They're not, I wouldn't say they're my favorite scary genre, but it's probably a close second or third uh, for some reason. Because I just like, I don't really know. I don't really like seeing people's sides get blown up, but I also at the same time, I kind of do. Like, I don't, what's wrong with me? I don't understand. Anyway, (laughs) let's get into the first recommendation. Um, So first up is Magical Girl Raising Project. So, if you've watched Madoka Magica, then you know that the the magical girl genre can get real fucked up real fast. Um, like, they'll still have all the cute characters with big ambitions and, like, they want to save people, you know, but somebody's going to die. <laughs> so, um, Magical Girl Raising Project, I feel like, is the gorier, darker, grittier version slash stepsister slash ugly stepsister of Madoka Magica um, because it I feel like it takes the deaths that we have in Madoka Magica and just not puts the notch up to like 110 like because everybody's dying everybody's getting killed left and right and people that you loved for one episode may not be there in the next episode so be prepared for that <laughs> but basically what magic what magical girl raising project is about is these girls who go who go online to play this game um which is the title of the anime and they play it well the gimmick of the game is that if you reach a certain level or if you you know complete all the goals follow all the rules and guidelines you get to become a real magical girl um but of course there's this cute little 
animal thing that tells you all this like oh yeah all you have to do is do the game and then you'll be a magical girl uh for real real like in real life that's all you have to do like bitch no no i don't trust you <laughs> like i i learned from cube from madoka magica not to trust your cute little whatever the fuck you are uh monster things because you are going to ruin my life um and basically that's what happens so based so the little cute magical character guy that I'm forgetting his name, he decides to cut all the magical girls, like the population of the magical girls that they create throughout the game in half. And that means that people will die. People are gonna die because they can't be that many magical girls. I don't know why they couldn't just reverse it, you know, and just take the magical girl power away. But no, they have to kill people. Um, but yeah, so. It's great. It's, it has really pretty animation, like Madoka Magica, but it's not as experimental, I feel like, as with Madoka, um, with like the blocks and the paper cutout looking creatures. It's more just like basic animation, but really sparkly and pretty and bright, and the characters have giant eyes, and you know, they look like magical girls. But yeah, people die. So the deaths are fun to watch. <laughs> I sound so messed up. The deaths are really cool. Um, and crazy and messed up and there will be several several times where you'll get up and scream at your TV or your laptop or whatever Because you're like what the hell? <laughs> Why did they kill this character this way? Why did this person have to die literally senseless violence all around? Um, but yeah <laughs> So if you're here for that go on to Crunchyroll, Verve, or Funimation and watch Magical Girl Raising Project. Next up in the gore category is Another. I feel like Another is an anime that is really talked about in October because it's a horror anime. Um, it's really popular. It was really good. It was pretty good. Um, but of course, there's lots of senseless violence because what's horror anime without senseless violence, am I right? <laughs> but... It basically follows this boy named Koichi who transfers to a middle school, kind of like in this town in the middle of nowhere. Um, immediately gives me when they cry vibes, if you've heard of that anime. Um, you know, guy transfers to a town, middle of nowhere, meets girls who try to kill him. But Koichi meets this girl named Mei at school who no one is talking to or looking at. So it's believed that she's a ghost. <laughs> so basically he meets a girl that's possibly a ghost and uh, discovers that there's a curse on the school that causes people to die senselessly for like a year or like within this time frame. Um, yeah, so like I said, there's senseless violence all around. <laughs> um, there's really popular there's really popular like death scenes from this anime that you've probably seen, like the teacher stabbing himself in the throat or a girl falling on an umbrella and impaling her throat. A lot of things with the throat for some reason, but yeah, there's a lot of death because people die senselessly because of this random ass curse that no one seems to know how it started. <laughs> so yeah, again, if you're a fan of gory, violent death, this may be for you. Um, pretty pretty intense the story is actually really interesting the main characters are pretty cool the main may is pretty it's a pretty interesting character i like her a lot actually um but yeah if you want to watch that it's on crunchyroll it's called another 
and has a very vague title like some other anime. <laughs> so you have to look up another anime, which is confusing, but it will come up if you look that up. So yeah, let's move on. So next up, the next category of spooky anime I want to talk about, is, which is my favorite, is thriller. So thriller anime focuses more on like the tension and suspense and like anxiety <laughs> that you get watching things play out, like finding out if someone's gonna die in the next episode or like if they're being attacked or followed and things like that. Um, so I think thriller is probably my favorite one, even though I have anxiety and it gives me like more anxiety so I can't watch too much of it, but yeah. It's a great genre. The first anime I want to talk about in the thriller category is The Promised Neverland. So The Promised Neverland actually just came out at the beginning of this year in January. I know it feels like three years ago, but it's still 2019, so it came out at the beginning of this year. Um, it's a really good thriller, so I gotta say the story if you don't know, if you haven't watched it. Um, so basically it's about these kids who live in an orphanage, they're having their, living their best life. Um, they got family, they got food, they got a mother caretaker figure who's not actually their mother, but she takes care of them. Um, until one day, one of the kids is going out for adoption. Her name is Connie. So, yeah, adoption with air quotes. And she leaves her bunny behind. So Emma and Norman, two of the main characters, decide to go give her her bunny um, because they don't want her to live without it. It's like her best friend. And when they get to the gate, they find out that they that she's gone. And then they find out that there's these giant demons just lurking around, talking about how they're gonna save their her friend to eat her later, to eat her later for like dinner. And yeah, like what? And then they find her body in a thing. Oh my gosh! So it's a mess. Um, it's a crazy way to start the series um, and it really sets the tone for the rest of the anime that's that just happens in the first episode so that's not a spoiler if it happens in the first episode but I highly suggest if you like thriller anime to go watch it I feel like they do it so well like the tension buildup is so tedious and stressful <laughs> and they're always leaning off on a cliffhanger that will make you lose your shit so if you like anime like that, it's not super gory, it's not super um, scary, it's just really suspenseful because um, you really want to know what happens to these kids after they find out that the world is run by demons and they are food. So <laughs> it's like if the pigs realized that they were food one day and then they tried and like, I like that would be giving too much away. But yeah, <laughs> anyway, that's available on Hulu, Crunchyroll, and Funimation, so go and watch that, The Promised Neverland. Next up in Thriller is The Future Diary. So The Future Diary is actually an older anime. It's not super old, actually. It came out in, like, maybe 2010? I'm probably wrong. But it follows this young boy. His name is Yuki Teru, who is a loner, and he's always on his cell phone. Sounds familiar. Sounds like my life. <laughs> Sounds like everybody else in this generation. But um, one day, very, very randomly, because anime, um, he gets thrown into a death match by a god named Deus Ex Machina, who decides to put him and a bunch of other people into this crazy death match where they can use their cell phones to determine the future. So, yeah. 
just from that plot, you should know <laughs> it's about to get crazy. So these people, basically, by learning like their own, like seeing their own future in their phones, they can tell if they're gonna die or who's gonna try to attack them and like avoid, you know, getting killed. Or they can make a plan to kill someone else, and they can like, yeah, it's a whole mess. Um, so this one's a little bit more gorier, but I put it in the thriller category because like. It's pretty suspenseful learning who's gonna die, how they're gonna get killed, if the main characters are gonna die, because that's always like up for debate every episode. <laughs> um, watching you know go crazy with her freaking Yandere shit, like you know she's like the girl. She's probably if you look up Yandere in the like definition, like probably on Urban Dictionary, you know's name is gonna be on there. She's a pink girl with the long hair who's obsessed with um, Yuki Teru and will kill literally anyone, anything that breathes, that walks next to him. So, yeah, so it's great. Um, you can find it on Hulu and Funimation. Next up is Dead Man Wonderland. So this is still in the thriller category. So Dead Man Wonderland, I feel like still deserves to be in the thriller category, even though it is a little bit on the more on the gorier side, like Future Diary. Um, I feel like it's a little bit worse than Future Diary, actually, but, um, yeah, it's more of a thriller because we're always worried about the characters and what they go through. So basically, it's about this kid. His name is Ganta. He's just going to middle school, you know, living his best life with his friends. You know, it's always the characters who are having, like, the best time, and then all of a sudden, the shit just hits the fan. Man, if that doesn't describe anime, then I don't know what does. <laughs> anyway, uh... Yeah, he's in class, and then one, and yeah, and then one day, basically this dude just floating in the air comes and murders everyone in his entire class, in his entire classroom, um, except for him. He's the only survivor. So of course, since he's the only survivor, that must mean that he's the killer, <laughs> because he keeps telling people that this red man, red flying man, came and killed everyone, and everyone's like, that's bullshit. You're the one who's alive, so you must be the killer. Now you have to go to jail. So in this world, it's basically, it's Tokyo, but in the future, after a giant earthquake happened, and um, now to like make money to repair Tokyo, they created this jail called Dead Man Wonderland, where people can go and watch people in jail fight and kill each other and like die and really gruesome and it reminds me of that Black Mirror episode where like the girls you know she committed a crime and then they threw her into the this thing where people were treating her like crap and trying to kill her that's what it reminds me of <laughs> I feel like that could it's kind of scary because that could be the future of our jails you know you get thrown in jail and you could literally get killed for entertainment that's that's the way our world's going right now isn't that great anyway <laughs> So yeah, he goes to Deadman Wonderland, he's just this little kid, he's 14, he's in middle school, he's in jail, where he can get murdered. Um, anyway, he finds out, he finds this girl named Shiro, who's super suspicious, but she's just like really nice to him and knows him from when he was a child somehow. Um, and then, you know, he goes through stuff and he finds out that he's a dead man, and a dead man is someone who can control their blood to fight and then he has to fight other dead men in this arena type of battle thing that makes a ton of money 
um and yeah it's just a mess so basically the entire season you're just wondering who's gonna die who's gonna live what the heck is Shiro doing in the jail like how does she know Ganta who's like controlling all this crap who's the red man all this crap is going down it's crazy <laughs> but I feel like I watched the anime a long time ago and I'm reading the manga right now and I feel like the manga's going better than the anime I feel like it's more interesting um, and I heard that it ends a little bit better than the anime so I haven't reached the end yet uh, but if you rather read manga then I suggest you read the manga instead of watching the anime but the anime was still pretty good um, and you can find it on Funimation, subbed and dubbed, uh, and yeah, let's move on. The last anime I want to talk about falls into the horror category, but also comedy, um, because it's very, very funny and ridiculous, and it's called Ghost Stories. So, if you've never heard of Ghost Stories, I suggest you watch it, like, now, like, stop don't let don't stop listening to this yet but like after you listen to this go watch ghost stories because it is one of the funniest dubbed anime of like all time um basically like i think it's funimation they let the um voice actors do and like say and improvise whatever they wanted for the series um because it's just like an older kind of random kind of like craptastic anime that the English dub voice actors made great with their terrible acting. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's of course about this girl who moved, her girl and her brother who move into this town um, and they go to the school that their, mo- their dead mom went to and they find this book that talks about all these like demons and ghosts and spirits and creatures that are trying to attack and kill people and then they basically team up with the group of other kids to put those demons to rest um so it sounds like a typical anime but then you listen to the dub and that's what makes it great (laughs) because the things that they say and do and like how it correlates to what happens in the actual anime make no sense whatsoever and it makes it so freaking funny um it's also super problematic though because it was made back in the early 2000s so be aware of that (laughs) it's not you know, uh, was it not CP at all. It's really messed up uh, and very, very hilarious. But yeah, so when I, I watched this when I was a kid actually, and like a lot of the jokes flew over my head because I didn't understand. And then I rewatched it as an adult and I was cracking up, like dying laughing. Um, but it was still kind of creepy. So because of there was like actual ghosts and stuff, there's like this doll thing that creeped me the fuck out when I was a kid. I was like, oh hell no. Um, but the comedy kind of overrides it, and I feel like if you're watching it as an adult, then you're really gonna like it. Um, and if you have a good sense of humor as well. So it's available on Crunchyroll and Funimation, and most of the episodes are available on YouTube. I think um, to watch for free. So it's just great if you want to have a really good laugh this Halloween or on Halloween I suggest watching ghost stories and yeah that's it for the anime tea segment let's move on before that we're gonna take a quick break
Okay, and it's time for Naniomitemos, or what am I watching? So, for this week, I will just talk about My Hero Academia. Because <laughs> it came back, um, well, it came back last week, and I watched the first two episodes, because they both came out, they come out on Saturdays um, of season four, and they've been pretty good so far. Um, the first episode especially was super cute. I really liked it. I thought they were just going to start from the jump and get into the arc um, because I read the manga, you know, but I forget that they usually start with like one or two filler episodes before they really get into the main stuff. So that was great. The filler episode was actually really good. I know people are like, oh, filler, oh, but y'all watch Naruto, so shut the hell up. <laughs> y'all sat through all the filler in Naruto, but you won't sit through one episode of my hero, I don't understand. Uh, whatever. Um, it was really, really cute and enjoyable. And then the one after that got really real because people were dying. Not our heroes, but some people were dying in the show. So we got to meet Overhaul um, and his character, which is really messed up. I'm slightly attracted to him, but at the same time, he's going to do some things in the future that I know that make me really like hate his ass so so yeah um also in the very first episode there was this part where they're taking pictures of the kids and Deku and Bakugo eating is like the cutest thing ever I screenshot it so fast I swear um so I'm sure everyone has that image saved forever because they're so freaking cute anyway moving on um I've still been watching other summer anime like Dr. Stone, which is continuing on until the end of this season, and I watched Fire Force, which I didn't realize the last time I talked about Fire Force on here, I thought it was ending on the 12th episode, but it's it's not, it hasn't. It's going to continue on until the end of fall, like Dr. Stone. So, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> if you were like, oh, fuck, Fire Force is over. Um, it's not, it's still going. So. I've been watching that. It's been okay. You know how I feel about Fire Force since they did that whole unnecessary fan service part. But uh, this past episode, this past week was pretty good actually. I liked it. I like Shinra and Arthur. They're a pretty cute team. So yeah, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Um, and let's move on to anime updates. Okay, so I have so much anime updates this week because I didn't make an episode last week, so stupid of me, but let's get into it. Um, first up, Webtoon and Crunchyroll are, colla are collaborating to bring more animated content to, um, yeah, to, country to Crunchyroll. So basically, if you don't know, Webtoon is a popular webcomic site um, where people are, like, anyone can basically post their webcomic on there and people like and read them and like they usually get paid sometimes if you like artists will post a bunch of chapters in advance and then people will pay to see those chapters in advance you know so it's a pretty good site of treating like the artists well um and like giving the opportunities and things like that it's become really popular now with like lore olympus which is a, a popular one that's getting an animated series um and now Crunchyroll's collaborating with them so we can get more animated content, more diverse animated content. There's a lot of Korean uh, webcomic creators, so there's going to be a lot of manhwa um, or Korean, um, I call it Korean manga, but it's like Korean comics. 
which we get to read or we get to see animated which is great because I love a lot of the manhwa on that site um and also just like regular American creators who are making comics that are going to be animated which is great because it means more diversity it means like people if you have an idea or if you can draw or if you can put your webcomic up on there and start getting like you know start getting the draw and audiences and stuff you could get your series animated with Crunchyroll which would be amazing so get on that um like ASAP okay next up um HBO Max the new service from HBO um coming to us in the spring of 2020 is going to get every single Studio Ghibli film to ever exist (laughs) well not to ever exist but um all the main all the 21 Ghibli films ever released to the public um so what the heck it's crazy because we were people were thinking that uh Disney was gonna get the rights to the Studio Ghibli films and then Studio Ghibli and uh G-Kids which is like the distributor of Studio Ghibli films in the theaters um in the U.S. and they also sell the the DVDs and Blu-rays um they were like no Studio Ghibli doesn't want to have their stuff on the streaming platform because you know, they're high quality, top tier shit. <laughs> they don't want to be bottom bitch. And then all of a sudden, like two days after they said that, HBO Max announced that they're getting every single Studio Ghibli film. So, yeah, I'm saying now, like, if y'all want to start sharing accounts, just let me know. Because I ain't got money for all this. I have, I'm paying for Hulu, paying for Netflix, paying for. There are people playing for Funimation and Crunchyroll and shit. There's too much stuff. It's too much. If you want to share, let me know. That's all I'm saying. Okay, anyway. Um, but yeah, all 21 films that include Spirited Away, My Neighbor Totoro, Howl's Moving Castle, Princess Mononoke, Whisper of the Heart, Ponyo, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, and like so many more. So I really, really want to get on this because I really want to watch my Ghibli films whenever I want. Um... Yeah, and like the only way I found out about Ghibli films as a kid was by watching like randomly on Toonami or on on Cartoon Network. It would play at night, and I would see Spirited Away. Like I'd watch it every week because they would have it like play every week sometimes on October or something like that. So yeah, that's the only way I found it. And there's not really a way for kids to find it now unless their parents take them to the theaters, and they only come out once or twice a year. So it's like on like random weekends. So having access to that 24/7 is beautiful. I, I, and I, I, I don't know. I'm happy and upset because I have to pay for another thing. But whatever. <laughs> Next up, uh, Weathering with You, the animated film by the creator of Your Name, um, is coming to the U.S. theaters in January of 2020. Um, I think I mentioned it before on here, but. Uh, it came out in the in Japan this past summer in July I think so now it's coming to US theaters in January I'm so excited because it looks really really pretty it's gorgeous like it's about like rain and weather and things like that so the rain in in the trailer is phenomenal like it looks so real like it's so detailed and beautiful I can't wait to watch it in theaters um, if you want to see this trailer, you can go on my Instagram. I posted it, and of course, it's available on YouTube if you just look it up. Um, 
yeah and if people are waiting or willing to wait in lines um and lose uh, the ability to stand <laughs> um it's gonna be available at anime uh, nyc um the premiere so they're gonna have a premiere at anime nyc so lucky you it also premiered recently in la at the animation animation is life or animation film festival or something in la which i missed uh, i would have gone if i had known that they were premiering this movie but whatever um yeah so that's coming yay next up is the new my hero academia heroes rising trailer so it just that came out a few weeks ago um it's gonna premiere in japan december 20th no word on the u.s release yet but it's probably gonna premiere probably four or five months after that over here once they get the license to dub and uh all that so it looks really good it looks pretty cool there's some cute kids in there who are yelling for bakugo and deku to win and fight really hard and it looks really cute <laughs> so i'm like really excited i want to see bakugo on the big screen because he's best boy anyway yeah okay and Last in anime news, um, Fruits Basket Season 2 sneak peek has dropped on the Funimation site. It's all, I also posted it on my Instagram. Um, I feel like it's a little bit early for them to be dropping it, but it's supposed to come out in 2020, and they haven't said when in 2020, so I mean, it could come out in January, and that would be great. Um, but yeah, so it, the trailer features scenes that have never been animated before because, you know, Fruits Basket has never had a Season 2. It ended where the first season ended, basically. Um, yeah, back in 2001. So we get to see like this, the whole rest of the manga in animated form, which is so cool. We get to see characters that have never been really animated before. So that's super exciting for me. I'm ready to cry again and feel emotions. <laughs> um, well, I'm always feeling those, but yeah. So yay, Fruits Basket Season 2, check out the sneak peek, it's really cute and it'll tug at your heartstrings. Um, lastly, last week I didn't have an episode, so sorry about that, but I did collab with a dope podcast called uh, the Anything Period Podcast, um, and that's anything and then the actual period, like dot, anything dot, period, anything dot, and then the word period <laughs> podcast. Uh, so go give their latest episode a listen. We just talk about like growing up watching anime and being nerdy and dorky and things like that. And you can find them wherever you listen to your podcast. They're available on Spotify and Anchor and excuse me and things like that. Um, and finally, this was a long episode. <laughs> um, that's it for this week. I hope you go watch some of those spooky but not so spooky recommendations and live your best Halloween life, I'm probably going to be stuck in my house and out candy, but I'm okay with it because <laughs> I don't want to be outside with the creepy, creepy people. Okay, so I hope you have a good week. I'll see you next time. Shani!